Okay, okay, okay. Versatile vigilante, young Vince, Uncle Vinny. Got a legend in the building. Two legends, actually. One, a young guy over here. And we got the man, Drew G. How are you, sir? Good, good. Excellent, How man. are you doing today? I, I'm doing well. I appreciate you coming out here. Yeah, man, no problem. Absolutely. So, I said legend because Drew G is, is a man behind one of the most iconic DVD series in Toronto history. I'm going to say that confidently. Ambush TV. Anyone who knows Toronto hip-hop, you know, that type that type of pop culture definitely think you should be familiar with ambush if you aren't already um drew g i'd love to hear how how'd you even get involved in the dvd world well how it happened it was uh so i have a, I have a partner as well goes by the name of rock the house so the dvd game i went to if anybody knows um a school called trebis I went to Trevis, where the teachers never showed up half of the time. So it was like, okay. But I took my skills, uh, talents, to... Because at that time, the DVD game was uh, a hot thing. So I said to myself, let me start my own DVD. This was like mid-2000s, right? Early 2000s. When it, when it comes to dates, man, I'm not even good with dates. But oh, this guy keeps moving the camera. You see yeah. it? You see it moving? Yeah. You do see it? Yeah. yeah. It's all good. Don't worry about <laughs> it. So, um, it was a time of uh, artists, I guess I could say, because I remember the first DVD I did was called Times Up DVD, and the artist on it. So you can date it by this time. It was uh, a artist called Gorilla Black. Yep. Who sounded like Biggie? Yep. Right? I remember him. So that was the first DVD I put out, and I went to, uh, I saw Rock, and Rock was like, yo, you know, let's uh, do a DVD together. And I was like, okay. So he helped up a little, he helped up a little bit at that point, at that time, but um, not to my liking too much. So okay. I was like, you know what? We finished this on my own. So we went to actually went to New York and then we interviewed uh, Gorilla Black and some other artists as well. And um, yeah, I put that out. And to make a long story short, he um, contacted me one time and I was like outside of work. And he was like, you know what? Why don't we start uh, a DVD together? and called it Ambush. And I said, I don't know, man, because the last time when I was doing a DVD and you wanted to assist, you weren't really there. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, so I'm sitting outside of work at this time in my car, and I'm pondering, like, should I, you know, because he's saying to me, let's do this tomorrow morning. Let's go to New York City and do the DVD. So I'm like, nah, man. And he's like, come on, man. And I look out, I go, yo, I'm, I'm literally outside of work just about to start work so I'm like this guy's talking about some madness now to me so I'm like nah again he's like come on come on come on let's do this man we'll leave tomorrow morning and I'm like nah man so he's like he kept on it and I was like alright so I said to myself Drew this is what you gotta do now because you're gonna you're, you're going into work, but you're not going into work. Right. <laughs> so it's a little I'm, bit of a different office today. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? Let me go in there and tell them this is my 
last day. Okay. Like literally, that's what, and that's what I did. I went inside and I said, you know, this is my last day. I'm not doing this. So the next morning, that's what we did. Actually, the night actually, we went. Uh, um, Brent, he actually he used his own car, and we were on our way to New York, and that's how ambush started. So you went all in right that point. Yeah. That, that you were like, all right, I'm going for this. Yeah, man. Yeah. What led up to the actual interest in like wanting to make DVDs in the first place? It, even like you were interviewing Gorilla Back, for example. So the int- I'm just like music is my life. So yeah. growing up, that's why I used to listen to music all the time. My father used to play music. My uncle used to play music to the point that I'm I'm telling them, you know, like I want to sleep, man. You guys gotta turn off the music. And like my father would say. You know, go to your bed or, you know, time to wake up, you know, don't worry about the music. And I used to tell him all the time. So it was my ears all the time. So I guess it's something that's just instilled in me, being around music. I want to be a part of music. Because right. if we weren't saying that, I've managed artists. I've managed a DJ. I've managed a sound, a reggae sound as well. So it's just always been a, a, a part of me has been like the main constant in your life like that passion side yep listening to dennis brown all these reggae artists d brown going to new york city when i was young with my parents almost every year so it's just <laughs> both sides of the spectrum you know so yeah i feel you bro and going back to the the gorilla black part too i'm just very interested from like an entrepreneurial perspective mm. how did you secure that because he's a big artist someone kind of starting out how was that process? Well, it was uh, due to, because my, my uh, partner, um, he was in the industry as a DJ. Not a DJ that you would, that would play all the time, but a mixtape DJ. Right. So he had uh, connects to the artists in the, in, in the States through a guy named Fendi. I don't know if you heard of Fendi in New York City, okay. who used to manage... Um, I believe it was uh, Nicki Minaj, and he's a lot of contacts in the states, regardless. So, and then he's been on uh, Rhapsody as well, okay. uh, a couple of times. BT Rhapsody. So we even went to, and at that time, me and Rock would go to Rhapsody, and I don't know if you know a host that used to host it one time. He went by the name of Big Tigger, right? So, yeah. So you were in, you were in the game for a while, even on like a underground basis, I guess you could say. Exactly. Okay. And how did you first link up with Rock? Because I was actually to prepare for this, I was watching one of his interviews that he did, and he told some stories about that mixtape time. So Rock, I actually knew from a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, a bridge of mine, um, that used to go to school with him. Okay. Right from uh, I guess uh, Milliken days, right? So that's how I knew, and then me and Rock would uh, keep in contact with each other ever so often. Uh, I mean, like one time he would call me and be like, "Yo, like, what do you think about my track that 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 he put out one time?" And he's like, he, he said to me, "You know what? I know I'm gonna get the real from you, so I want you to tell me." So, and I gave him that advice. So we would keep in contact with each other, and then he was downtown. So when I started the my own DVD called Time's Up. I knew he had a store downtown, and then he's like, yo, I like what you're doing type of thing, and that's how we connected with the DVD game. Got you. Yeah. 
So yourself, you quit your job, you and Rock go to New York City. Take me through that. Once you get to New York, what was the move? Actually, on that trip to New York, we didn't even get. We were leaving uh, Scarborough, um, well Toronto, and we we're just about to hit Oshawa when the car was, uh, as you could say, or you could say that it was a. Uh, it was pretty packed, so the weight on the okay. ride was too much, so we had to turn back. And we were <laughs> no <laughs> so way that like you could feel it yeah, scraping. Yeah, so we didn't actually even get too far. <laughs> Toronto, man. So we're you like, never leave. So we're like, oh, you know what? We can't make this trip right now, man. Too much weight in the car. Because it was, wasn't just me and him. It was me, him, and like uh, two other people, right? And we had some luggage and everything. So we actually said, you know what? Let's uh, make a U-turn and uh, rent a car and head out the next morning. So that's what happened. Okay. So, you know, a little detour early, but you overcame that. Yeah, yeah. Rent a little minivan type thing. No, we, we got an, uh, it was a, it was an SUV we rented. Okay. Yeah. And then got that SUV. Did you make stops before New York or from there? Let's go. No, we got there and, um, yeah, well, we made some stops to get some food, but we got there and it was pretty entertaining because on the, during that trip, we actually, at that, yeah, that, that same trip, we went to by his cousins, a relative of, of his, and there wasn't that much room for everyone to sleep, right? So I slept one night in a, in a car, in the SUV, in the van that we rented. And um, we got to meet some other artists and we were starting an interview but I think at one time too that uh, oh man I forget the artists they're upcoming underground artists so it actually was a group and we were they were um, we were interviewing them and then some fight broke out at the same time oh what's his name he was on the other DVD that was big in the states Smack, Smack TV. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, Shay Davis. Oh yeah, Shay Davis. I remember him. We interviewed, we interviewed Mano that trip at the studio, Sony Studio, and we interviewed interviewed Shay Davis like at eleven. It was like late. I believe it was in Queens, and he was out there with actually with his kid that was like a, like, like like a baby. Okay. You even know, like in the back seat. Just outside. And we were filming, we we're interviewing him and doing shooting his video I was shooting his videos out there and I was like, yo, and you would check up every so often on his you, right? Right. I was in the back seat. We didn't even know he brought his you. But uh, then we went to the studio actually with him and stuff. So and we hung out. So it was it was a interesting moment. That's a dope introduction to the city for sure. Yeah. Man. So, what was your actual role with with um, Ambush? Was it defined, or were you doing all a bunch of stuff? I was uh, the videographer, the supervising editor. 
um, I came up with the, the concept of how, with the editor, but it was my vision on how it would be pieced together. So whether it would be like interview and then a music video and then maybe people on the street saying, Ambush TV, shout out to Ambush TV. Right. And then you'd get like the skits and it was my thing to go out to get other pieces of the creativity of the DVD so I'd get you know I said people won't just want to watch a DVD with interview and right. videos right let's add some other elements so I would go and get fashion show car show um, whatever bikini contests yep. and incorporate whatever even a one or two fight on it or whatever you know what I'm saying right and then just add those elements to it so yeah that was and then so I made sure when I sat down we we sat down with the editor and I would say okay let's implement this no take cut this because there's some stuff you don't want to at that time there's other DVDs putting out like artists with guns and all that yeah branding it on a DVD and mind you some of the artists that uh, we interviewed did that too but when it came to the time to now edit, I, I limit that. Try to cut that out because yeah. I know that's gonna be a, that's gonna just set us back, right? Yeah, and become a target. Because I mean, there was like the real Toronto DVD, and we heard what's going on in the street. Because at those times, I was like heavy outside, outside, yeah, in the streets, like yeah. every neighborhood, every hood, or whatever. So I would hear what's going on that um, the you want to call them five oh the boy them yeah. are twelve brought a lot of attention. Yeah, they would go around asking because if you shot it, videotaped them, you're almost you're a part of the for sure you're around, <laughs> you're around of, some you know stuff, what I'm for sure. So how does that look? Because with the artists, because yeah. if they're coming for the artists. They'll and they're saying, how do we get... Yeah, they're going to come to the person who's videotaping the exactly. artist. You have access. Then, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're going to... And the artist is going to think that you're the one who yep. ratted them out, right? So, it's like, oh, this is this is crazy. You can't... Like, we can't do this, man. We're trying to build right now. We're not trying to bring heat to ourselves and then bring problems, unnecessary problems, right? So, yeah. 100%. 100%. That goes to show, too, like, when you're, when you're outside doing your thing, hustling, you see some of the effects that you know content has and i think in today it's all online and i i think people forget about like there's real consequences to what you put out you know yeah because you see the stuff going on right now with these uh youths out there and um relax man this guy we got the security at the door relax (laughs) so yeah, because you see what's going on right now in these times. Uh, these artists, these kids, like they're putting everything online, no matter what. You know, whatever. Like they're implicating their own self. Basically, as people would say, snitching on themselves. And it's like, you know, like, okay, I know you want to show who you're, who, what you're about. You know, what I'm saying that hey, maybe you're a tough guy or whatever the case may be. You know, what I'm saying show some bravado, but you know, but what, what expense? You know, what I'm saying showing <laughs> way too much. It's crazy, man. So 
if anybody's watching or listening or yeah man you can't be showcasing these things if you want to showcase your talent and maybe what it has brought you as in like you know what I'm saying you bought a car you, you you're helping out your family whatever the case okay cool you know what I'm saying or I guess a nice watch and all that but at the end of the day like me I'm not into materialistic stuff like yeah, that so yeah. that's why when I say I don't do this I, like, I really don't do this because I don't want to be seen you know what I'm saying I might I like my work to speak for itself so a hundred percent bro I, I relate to that heavy and that's kind of but like, when saying that i do understand the times now as as evolved so it's not only the work that people want to see is new this generation that wants to now see you yeah for sure for sure as well and get to know you 100%. you know what i'm saying so now you gotta Put out that oh I just walk my dog. <laughs> you know yeah, bro. It's funny though. I think we're all just still learning. Like, what uh, should we put on there in terms uh, of life? Because I don't know about you. I like to live my life too without worrying about uh, what to post. But uh, you're right. Like, you do have to be seen as well. And I think the artists, like the during ambush and stuff like that. I think that was such an interesting time because there were people that were still outside heavy. But I think starting to learn that, okay, you need to have personality. Because, you know, 50 Cent at the time was huge. He had a big personality and the music was there. A lot of the mm -hmm. biggest artists. So seeing that content, speak, Speaking of 50 Cent. It <laughs> Here we go, 50 um, Cent story. Oh, man. No, it's not like we've met him, but it's just my, it's my opinion yep. about him. I think that he kind of... Uh, change the direction of hip-hop in new york not for the good though okay so i think he caused a lot of division because when he came out it was something that he was just he was stepping on toes in the sense that disrespecting especially a certain artist style that he eventually took over yeah i know but what you're talking not about. only that he also didn't want anybody working with that particular person that anybody that worked with that particular person yeah. even from a business standpoint so it caused I, I think it caused an, uh, a lot of division amongst the New York City artists as in like well if you work with this person which is cool with us you know what I'm saying and he really he, he's gonna have that guy's gonna have an issue with yeah. us so it's like a lot of politics yeah so and it just trickled down so i think that's where it started i think at that point the new york city actually started to gradually lose the notoriety and then it went headed to somewhere else that was actually bigging up yeah. their city down south I, yeah which is atlanta yeah i wasn't on that they were all together you know they had that love you know what i'm saying as they call it that um um southern love you yeah, know what I'm southern saying? hospitality because I went to Atlanta too as well um, during that time ambush time to see my cousin that was um, in the business as well with uh, in, in the music business and her friends were like Ludacris Jermaine Dupri which I didn't even know really until I, I got there right and I <laughs> but and one thing I noticed because I wasn't really into that Music, yeah, like the Outcast and the Ludacris at that time, but I wasn't too heavy on these the Atlanta artists. But I did um, 
realized that, man, that's all the music they played down there was Atlanta artists, yeah, man. Support. And I was like, to my cousin, like, yo, don't they play anything else? And she's like, no. I go, so where's the New York City or the other artists? She goes, they play, but not so much. And I'm like, man, am I, <laughs> yo, am I tell you, I wasn't really into the Atlanta artists. The Jeezy at that time. Jeezy was huge at that time. Yeah. And, uh, yo, it came to a point that I'm not really on that type of tip with the Atlanta artists at the time that being there for like three days I came back with three mixtapes man that's so crazy that it just something that was just instilled and like almost I don't know if you can even say like almost brainwashed yeah. me into like yeah man I'm loving this now man yeah. felt that energy and I bought some mixtapes that came back with them and I'm like yo man they got me man cause that's all they played down there was their artists. They found a formula. Yeah, so. I feel that. And with the New York, I mean, the New York and Atlanta, you felt that firsthand. You could kind of see yeah, the change. Yeah. That's really interesting, man. That, that's a that's an interesting time. So for me, that's what I felt where 50 kind of changed the direction of the New York City um, gradually losing their almost identity and yeah. it trickling down south to Atlanta who was like bringing up their artists and that's all they would play from a city that was playing the artists but a lot of division started and it just started to fade eventually I feel you and I think I think it's still kind of like that too I, I think once it's gotten to that point it hasn't really changed mm -hmm. um, were you were you doing DVDs in Toronto before you went out to New York or New York where you really started the no I was doing it see, okay so this is the thing with the uh, ambush when we started to do it so rock was um, wanted to primarily put out like major artists on a DVD and I was like okay well we could do that but we live here yeah so it makes sense to put Canadian talent on it as well so um, to answer that question the groundwork was to put out the Canadian talent because I was like, yo, if we're going to even make any type of um, noise here where we live, we've got to put out Canadian talent as well. So we started to put out Canadian talent here. The, you know, as you can see, some of the iconic interviews like Mayhem Moriarty. And at one point, a couple of years later when we did that interview which I'm the one who interviewed him because that's what that was one of my things too so I interviewed I would um, shoot music videos supervise the editing I produced the DVD um, as well so I, I I handle all the social media um, a lot of the stores like 20 stores within the city 20 outside the city um anything online like i dealt with too so i was like 
You're the, yes, but yeah. again, like I said, I don't like to put myself out there, speak about it. So this is actually the first time I'm actually speaking <laughs> about all of this. But I don't know, maybe I just felt like the time when uh, I saw when you reached out to me, I was just like, you know what? All right, you know what I mean? And then I checked, I looked at uh, what you were doing. I was like, you know what? I don't mind helping out people, you know what I'm saying? But let me see what this guy's about first before I actually For go. Sure and put myself out there because at the end of the day you never know who's seen this you know what I'm saying 100% doesn't matter if you have a, a million people following you to 30 it just takes that one person right and then it starts to go bro. starts to spread you know what I'm saying so exactly bro it's, yeah. it's kind of like a form of networking in a way too you never know yeah um, but I wanted I wanted you to come on because I know I remember that time and I know how important DVDs were, especially in the hip hop world. I got even, I want to ask you a little later too about your French Montana interview, like mm. in the States, the Cocaine City stuff. I just think that period of time is so important because now to upload a, a video, shoot it on the phone, it's there. You know, at that time, it was a lot to that machine, you know, so mm. I'm, I'm glad you're here to tell that story. Yeah, because even he said uh, to me, it's like, yo, you got to do this. You got to go on camera and, you know, you got to put yourself out there. And I'm like, nah, man, that's for you to do, man. <laughs> You're that guy. Yeah. I'm not that type of guy. You know, I just like to play the, you know, be in the back and see everything and see where we could uh, put stuff together, what works, what doesn't work. But at the end of the day, because, you know, you, I don't know. I tell people and other artists, I say, listen, at the end of the day, when you have a craft, especially in this in entertainment industry, it could be any type of industry, you are going to have, it's going to be a time that you're going to have some type of ego. It just depends on how big it is and if you can manage it, yeah. right? So, yeah, I'm, I'm a competitive person, so... <laughs> There's other DVDs out there that I'd be like, oh, we would hear, or I would hear, like, oh, this other DVDs coming out, and I'd be like, in my head, I'd be like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. What, what do they work do? Harder. Yeah, time to work harder now. Yeah. So I'd just be like, yo, yo, check to see if this person wants to do an interview. Who's this person here? Oh, he's hot. Okay, I'll be working on another one. Even if we just finish one, it make me work that much harder. So. Yeah, man. If you everybody's got an ego, it just depends on you. You have to actually have one because that makes you com competitive yeah. and want to work that much harder to be on top or get to the top. You know what I'm saying? So it was it was a uh, was a fun time. I no, I feel you on that, bro. It's where that it's a healthy competition. You know, it's not complacent, wanting to improve, wanting to do better. Um, mm -hmm. So it's interesting to hear that you, you had that experience with the DVDs too. With the physical aspect, so a lot of people don't understand. Like when we're talking mixtapes, we're talking about literally physical CDs that you're selling to people, not downloading, not, you know, um, SoundCloud, Spotify, anything like that. I'm talking physical CDs. So you mentioned you were dealing with like 20 stores in the city. Does that mean you're going to drop off CDs, you know, coming back, see how many are sold? All of that. Talk uh, about that, bro. That part inter interests me that, so much, man. man. Like the mixtape days. I don't know. Like, 
when Drake says starting from the bottom, if he, if if he should even see this or a member of OVO whatever, yeah man, we like like I told you, slept in van, slept on floor in New York just to get the work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Get get work done. Yeah. Um. Stores crazy because most of the stores like I dealt with like if we had a hundred stores I probably dealt with 80 of them I was the man because the thing is that um, my partner he had his own store right so it became competition with other store owners yeah saying I don't want to deal with him so I was the man they would more prefer to deal with you know what I'm saying wouldn't have too much animosity right too right right or jealousy or grudge whatever the case may be right um, so it'd be like even um, what's a store Sam the Record Man I don't yep. remember Sam Record Man yeah, back yeah so we had it there we had it in um, that Sun Sunrise Sun the record store no yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, it's a major outlet too as well HMV no not HMV but it was right across from uh, Sam the Record Man at that, at the time, um, but you were just moving them. Yeah, and then we had most of us mom and pop stores as well. So it was like, when I say twenty within the city, it could have been actually more, but then we had them in like in you know in the, the GTA saga, yeah, uh, London St Catharines, Oshawa, and then Barry. Crazy, Forever. like everywhere, everywhere. When I say everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. I, I, I made sure that you know we locked lock down the city and the GTA and the outskirts. And then, if you want to move to the states, I got in a, a couple of stores in Detroit, um, New York City. We put it in Harlem, and what they did was bootleg it. So we'd get calls from. Um, Atlanta, North Carolina. So they saw the DVD. They want to get on the DVD. I shipped to Japan some DVDs. We actually shipped fifteen or was it eighteen hundred? Don't quote me. It's fifteen or eighteen hundred DVDs to Miami, and then we went out there, stayed in Miami for a week, and we hustled all of them in one week. Just running around. On the street, hustling, hustling, hustling. That's what I like about the states. Like, they just appreciate the fact that you're not out there hanging out. You're actually doing something for yourself. Working. So, we would, we would like, yo, here's a DVD. Uh, how much? Twenty bucks. Okay, here. They don't want a DVD. I'm like, yo, here, take the DVD. No, no, it's okay. Keep doing your just thing. yeah, exactly. Just do your thing, you know what I'm saying? And we found out a lot in uh, in the states. Here at the, at that time, you can give away something for free. No one wants it. They don't want it. Yeah, it's like you had just finished having an argument with them. Like they were, they give you that type of just look. Take it, bro. Yeah. That's why at that time they call it the screw face capital, right? Yeah. The screw. Yeah. So, yeah, it's different, man. It's different. Why man. do you think that is? And I know we don't have facts, but I want to hear your opinion. Like, what do you think that is? I don't. I'm not too sure, but I, I know what. I guess they're much more, much more 
a hustling mentality out there in New York City, right? Right, and in the states, they they understand and they grasp the concept of hustling and trying to make something, right? Where up here, it's something that we're more like laid back and not too, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're not too concerned with like. Our working hard is more of a nine to five, or if you don't do a nine to five, you're not really hustling yeah. like li- like that. Uh, yeah. And so, I guess it's seen more out there that they actually learn and grasp to um, say to themselves, you know what, they're trying. You know what I'm saying? Just giving some money up here. Maybe not too many people doing it, so they're like, "What is this?" You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, what's I don't this want weird it. guy doing. You know what I mean? You're trying to you're trying to sell me something. You're yeah. free, nah, man. Nah, you're not used to this. It's more like I think it's more like a shock type of thing. Like, what? Shouldn't you be doing nine to five? <laughs> you yeah, know what you're saying? right, bro. I think that's Where everybody's a good point. trying to hustling in the states. Like, so they see that on a daily basis. So they're 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 more used to it. Yeah. Right. Until they like, so until it's like accepted. Right. Right. So. That's a good point. I never thought of it that way. It's just not as common here, I guess. Because they sell everything in the States. It could be a toothbrush. Yeah, someone's going to buy it. It could be somebody, <laughs> with, I, with that, which, which I've seen in the States, in New York, somebody with a, uh, what do you call it, a diaph- diaphragm or whatever, like they just came from the hospital and oh, a walking yeah. thing. And my auntie would be like, don't follow that person, man. That's Trust so me, man. Funny. They're trying to get some money. Then they're going to they're gonna go home and they're fine. And I'm like, are you serious? She goes, yes, trust me, don't. She just knew. She did yeah. through it so many times. It's <laughs> like, so well, funny. Do anything to make a dollar, right? So Yeah. Did you ever think of staying down there when you were in the States? Nah. 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 I feel like I'm... I feel like... Because at, at that time, too, when you say that, I felt like... Uh, drink this. That's yours, yeah. felt like at that time too that a lot of artists would feel that they would need to go across the border to make it right which i understood because like i said they called it the screw face cap at the time arts weren't supporting each other right it was like it was looked at like whatever he's socks or he's whack you know what i'm saying yeah so they would feel that they would have to go <clears throat> across the border to make it right so, so I understood that, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? I don't feel that we need to do that, right? I feel that we can make it here, and we've got a great product because yeah. we're not only showcasing American talent; we're showcasing Canadian talent as well. You know what I'm saying? So, we would catch the attention of somebody saying on the DVD cover, which. Um, even the even the wording on a DVD cover and all the caption and everything, I was the one who said, you know what, we gotta put this. Like, Mano talks about, like hypothetically speaking, let's throw something like Mano talks about, let's say D Block. And people would be like, yeah, oh my God, I gotta I gotta go buy it. A little this. early clickbait. Yeah, exactly. You there know you what go. I'm saying? So I understood the concept of media and uh, how to catch people's attention, right? So, but yeah, I never felt that we needed to go there. Not even one bit of me, like. But on the other hand, I've had people say that our product is that good. Yo, you guys are in the wrong city, man. You guys are in the wrong place. You guys should be in the states. Right. And again, I understood that, but I didn't feel that we needed to do that, right? 
I feel you. I think that battle still happens to this day where it's like if everything you need is really is here, but there is that still that thing where it's like, oh, we got to go over there. Uh, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know. And I don't really find it like that because we've got the Drake's. He changed, I don't know. he changed things. That's for I think, sure. I think that, uh, relax. What's up, buddy? Let me open it for you. There you go. Take this. There you go. Real life interviews. Real life interviews, man. It's not quite ambush, but we're getting there. I feel like we're being ambushed by this guy (laughs) here, man. (laughs) Gotta remember. But, um, (laughs) yeah, I feel like, uh, I don't know. I just, I I disagree with uh, that uh, point there. I feel that, uh, We've came a long way with the artists such as... Because, uh, in my opinion, I think we have the biggest artists here. We do. Sure, there's the Beyonce's, the, the Jay-Z's, but... Drake, Tory Lanez, Justin Bieber, I'm including. I, I was... I was <laughs> the same guys was, I was about to bring up. And these guys don't even do interviews. And... True. They're selling numbers. You know what I'm saying? They're doing numbers. And this is the and these are the, this is the young generation that these you know I mean everybody actually wants to see. You know what I'm saying? Selling and um and doing their, doing their thing. So you get like the Drakes, who's arguably number one yeah. rapper. Yep. For like what a decade now? More now. It's been forever, man. And then you have the the weekend, who's a singer. Yeah. Who doesn't really put out music like that he doesn't do any former interviews at all and he's got a cult following that he's just putting up some crazy numbers as well so i think everything is here i i just feel that not everybody's given a chance as an artist you know what i'm saying i think there's the powers that be can put out certain other artists they just Holding, holding back, basically, right? Right. But at the end of the day, I mean, these guys can't mess with us, man. I, I just, agree. I, you know, this is this this the states can't mess with us when it comes to talent, man. Talent, I, you know, culture. You know, a lot of trends start here. Mm-hmm. So they know. I agree. They know. I agree, they, bro. They know what time it is over here, man. I gotta ask you the fan question. I'm sure you've been asked this many times. We brought up Drake. Drake was on Ambush. Mm. What can you tell me about that, man? He was on a few times, right? Yeah, I think it was like three times. Yeah. Um, yeah, so how that came about was that uh, he was doing uh, Degrassi at a time. And I don't even know, but I reached out to him and um, I got his number. And... It was something that, in the streets, he was the one, right? He was making a lot of noise, right? Forget about the the grassy thing. For me, it wasn't even that. Because for others as well, it was rapping. Like, you have to give me his credit due. You know what I'm saying? He, nice. he was, yeah, he was nice. He was nice. He was nice with it, rapping. So I said, you know what? I got to look for this guy so I got his number I called him and we set up a 
interview with him. I think the first interview was actually with him, and on that DVD was Trey Songs as well. We I, went, I just watched that. The Replacement Girl. Yeah, that's on YouTube right now. Video shoot, yeah. I put, so that's the thing. Like, I control all those accounts, man. <laughs> like, every account. <laughs> Even the, we had MySpace days. Yeah, we had MySpace. I wish I control all those Get accounts. Those but, um, yeah, I think we had, like, 36,000 subscribers, something like that, man. Don't quote me, but it's ridiculous uh, up until this day. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, the first interview was he we went out to his um video replacement girl with yep. tra- featuring Trey songs right so that was that was interesting and then i think the second one was at uh, his studio we we're talking about uh the cardinal official where he brought up the cardinal official thing and then mayhem moriarty thing and then that went like basically viral right and um, two years later, I remember I was laughing earlier on in the interview. The reason why, um, one of the times I was, is because it was on World Star, that same interview with Drake talking about uh, Cardinal Official. Talking about Cardinal Official. Oh, stop squeezing it, man. We're almost yeah. there. Being a good guy, Ta- talking about uh, Cardinal Official, and um, yeah, I was on World Star because uh, uh, Rock called me and he's like, "Yo," he's like, "He's like what?" And he's like, "Yo, this thing's on World Star right now. This video," and I was like, "Really?" And I'm laughing because I'm like, "You look how long that interview was. It was like a at least three years ago, type of thing." So, but. Um, yeah, he he actually wanted the, the the DVD too as well, so he came when I was in Ajax to come pick it up uh, from me. But yeah, I always I always knew one thing with that guy. I always knew that he was gonna make it big, though. I always knew, and that's the next. That's what people say to me, like you know, if you always knew that he was gonna make it big, why didn't you? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And I'm like, nah, man, it has to be organic. I'm no. not gonna finesse somebody or try to. You know, suck on to somebody, tag along with somebody because it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna benefit me. It has to be something organic or that we have a, a connection or so, of some sort, right? Hundred so, percent. Not a leech. No, uh, yeah, not I'm not I'm not that, I'm not one of them people. So well, it's just like yeah. And plus, at the, at the time too, for me, it was like, yo, we're doing big things too, just like him, yeah, right? Man. If he's gonna make it, we're gonna make it, yep. right? But. Uh, yeah, it was just it's a lot of work and stuff like that. So yeah, at some point, I guess I was just like, you know what, all this traveling up and down, and my my goal was to get it on Sun TV. So he's like, the big the man up there was like, if you want to get it done, this you gotta do his trailer, send me a trailer and stuff like that. And I did that, sent it, and he, for him it was like. And the email he sent back was like, this has been done before. So me not really being too professional about my response back was basically something to the effect like, you don't know what you're talking about. It hasn't been done like this. Because we I was like, we, did, we, do, we shipped to Japan, Miami, Miami, 
um, we're like in 50 places within the city, outside of the city. Calgary, we have stores in Calgary because I, I took my own money and went to Calgary and I put it in about, I think like four stores in Calgary. Um, it was in BC as well. Montreal, I do trips to Montreal, put in stores in Montreal as well. Maybe about three stores out there. Um, yeah, so I was just like, it hasn't been done on this level, right? Yeah. So I never got a response back, but maybe I was like to myself, maybe I shouldn't. Because I said some other words, but it wasn't too. <laughs> I feel but you. At the time, it was just like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, yay, man. Like, when you're passionate about something, you just let you, it go. Yeah, sometimes you're saying the wrong stuff. But, uh, some sort some some words that just shouldn't be said. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's a part of growing up too, man. You know, yeah. learning. You probably handle it a little differently today if that happened yeah. compared to then. So no, I think for sure. you know, learning experience as a man. Sure, for sure. Because we were we were all we we're all street at that time, so it wasn't. Uh, we weren't thinking. We weren't moving like a corporate. Yeah, at, at, it wasn't suit and tie. Yeah, like. and yeah. It was just. Sometimes you look back at things, and you're like, man. We should have did more more business like probably be more professional about things but our stuff was like running running i guess gun so to speak dvd yeah let's go to the stores put in the stores let's do business on the go on the fly yeah. type of thing you know what i'm saying so it's yeah you did you enjoy the lifestyle of it i loved it it was yeah. it was um one of those things that you you enjoy doing you know how many people can say that right now what they do they actually enjoy yeah are they not doing this for the money? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or they got involved in, and it's just something that I'm you know, just now. yeah, you know, they're in it, and this is what pays the bills, type of thing. Yeah, no, I I actually love like what I'm doing. Cause like I said, I was born into music, man. Yeah. It's just it's always gonna be a part of me. Even up and up until today, I keep. Um, up to date on what's going on in the industry, yeah. <laughs> right? So um, I, even the artists right now, there's some like every, when I post certain things, I'm like I know all these people like that I post, especially on my IG. Like I I know I know these people, right? Any any event, any music video, except for maybe one or two. I mean I know, but for the most part, everybody that I post, I I know. Yeah. Right. It's stay in the loop yeah so always keeping in contact uh with what's uh going on in the city that's important bro and i want to i want to get to that too but i just want to know with the ambush stuff like when when the it, it, ambush is not really active any any longer correct when did that pretty much happen take me through that a little bit i think at uh volume what we went volume six i think so volume six i didn't do I did up until volume five, and then I was like, I'm going to take a break. At this point, I did a Sun TV thing, because I was like, you know, that's that's the end game for me, right? To get it on TV, a show, right? That didn't work out, so I was like, you know what? Let's, um, well, me, I'm going to take a break. Nobody really understood that, right? Right. But... After that, there's one volume that came out, and then that was it. So, yeah. You feel like it, it it ran its course, like you did what you were trying to do with it? 
at the time, yeah. Looking back, no. <laughs> yeah, looking back, no. Because looking back, two years later, uh, Drake signed uh, a deal with uh, with Cash Money. Yeah, Lil Wayne. And I was saying, you know what? And yeah, people would say, you know what? You just don't stop. You know, keep it going. Especially if you have a good product, man. Just keep going. You know, you never know what could happen, right? I don't know. In me, I just felt like the time was up, but and it's the time the city and the hate that was going on between the with artists in the city and it was just I don't know and the work that I felt that we put in that uh, myself put in I was like oh man this is because it was a lot it was a lot it was a lot I just felt like it was uh that was it for me but again that's real bro because you're not you should have could have <laughs> you know what I, mean? I feel you i feel you mm. say it's never too late that's one thing start a new project tomorrow you know yeah. but i was gonna say too like that's real because you're a person at the end of the day you know i i think it is all like a lot about hustling and working but you're a person too and you kind of mm. have that instinct always where it's like you know what i think want to move on from this mm. but again like how many people could say at the time they have the guy that's like arguably arguably the number Huge, one rapper bro. in this in the in the country not in the country in the, the world, world in the world's number and be able to make those type of uh contacts and do those type of interviews and have that person reach out to uh, get something from you as well uh, you know that uh, he was on a DVD so it's I say that to say this because he even said on the last the last um clip he he did on one of our DVDs he said yeah ambush um we we you know what I mean Never, we're not gonna forget you guys so some something that in that sense so I say that to say this that maybe if we kept on for another two years what could have been right right because then he would have been signed and I see that he always, he always tries to help out I guess the ones that are doing big things within the city yeah. to say you know what yeah let me lend more a hand. yeah then to lend a hand outside yep. to somebody else right. So and then it's not like we were somebody he never would have worked he never worked with before. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So we had a we had a, a good dealings when it came to business, right? That's and good promo. to hear, man. I, I've always respected him and, and the fact that you guys had that video is just amazing and you're you're a huge part of the city and its history, man, especially the pop culture. So definitely uh definitely awesome story to hear. Yeah, man, because uh, big up Rooney, Roan Dog, man, because um, another guy brought that to my attention that he posted about something with yeah. Ambush being uh, one of the legendary stuff, um, staples in the city, and he put, like, a no and then a, a cap and picture, right, yeah. beside it. And I was like, okay, at least, you know? Because I never, I never looked at it like that, though. I've always got that said by other people but I know I'm self-proclaimed myself or 
see myself bigger than anybody else, right? Yeah. So it's it's humbling to hear that, and it's nice to hear that, and that's a, and that's the same thing. Like it's like I said, like I don't I don't do this. I know, man. I don't do this at all. But as you get older and you mature, and as some as because I watch I watch Dream Champs, and as you know, they said, you know what, you should talk your shit, man. You know what I'm saying? So I understand that too, as well. And I think people need to know where things started, where these because at the end of the day, a lot of these start, a lot of these artists started on DVD and grown. Oh, like that whole era. You know what I'm saying? All of them. Because, for instance. The man that's arguably the best in the in the world at what he does started from DVD. Yeah, man. Then Nicki Minaj started from DVD. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of these Very artists, strong. before they became who they are right now, were interviewed by people like myself from the ground up. You know what I'm saying? On a DVD. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. So. No, it's huge. Where DVDs in general had a huge part to play. And you know the physical copies aren't there, but the 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 spirit is there. That's for sure, man. It played a huge role. Mm -hmm. So amazing stuff with the with the DVDs. You ever thought about putting them all out like virtually? No, somebody did mention that to me, saying that we should put them on social media online and start it back up and re re re. And I actually said to myself. Yeah, started back up, but I was like, it has to evolve though. Like, it has to be something a little bit different. You couldn't call yeah. it really the same name, but we could put it out, something out, like a natural progression. With uh, maybe an introduction saying, "These are the people that brought out this," and now it's evolved into this type of thing. Yeah. Um, but I don't really have time for it for that, right? You know what I'm saying? And plus, it has to make sense. It has to make sense to me that I would put out my time at this moment to 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 want to do all that. Because I've thought about about it for years. Still, I thought about it. It you know, like maybe I should start my own thing. And I'm like, uh, nah. but if I do, I have to be like. A hundred in it, you know yeah, what I'm saying? On point I'm not gonna it. do anything half, you know. It just is not gonna work for me because I did actually start an introduction with um, uh, and had the help of an editor because I was like, yeah, okay, let's do it. And it everything as I had the introduction, and everything, and I still have the introduction. I think I might have put it out once online. On a story, and never again, because I was, because I was like, I was hype at the beginning, yeah, saying, yeah, I'm gonna start up this new thing, right? You know what I mean? And then I had the video out, and I was like, coming soon, and then I was going somewhere. I was on my way somewhere. I forget. I was take. Uh, where was I going? I might have been going to the airport to maybe even like Brazil at that time, but I was going somewhere to the airport. And I just put that out. But then that feeling left. That feeling left. Yeah. Like, I don't feel all 100 again into this, man. So I was like, but you can still do it. But I was like, 
Nah, it's not gonna be the same. I gotta. I can't. I can't tarnish the name. That's, yeah. that's what for me was. I can't tarnish the name. It's your baby. Yeah. So I. I just didn't go through with it again. You I feel I mean? that. Dope thing is you. That's all your stuff. You know, you could do it if you ever want to. It's right there. Just sick. Yeah. Love that man. So I gotta ask you. Would you have any advice for anyone, maybe next generation that's thinking about getting in the game? Maybe they don't even want to rap, but there's someone like yourself that loves music, wants to be involved. Is there any piece of advice that you could give? Like something that, whatever it is, this is one thing I could tell you. Just stay focused, man. Stay focused. Um, If this is what you want to do, Listen to your listen to your heart. You know what I'm saying. Um, don't take no for an answer. Consistency is key as well when you are starting out as well. Your consistency, uh, focus. Um, there's always going to be obstacles, but you got to be strong mentally, yeah. mentally, because. <clears throat> you're gonna put things out. You're gonna people are gonna be in your ear, and you have to be the one to say, you know what? Nah, I'm not gonna make this bother me. Or nah, this person's talking, you know, ish yeah. to me right now. You you know what I'm saying? So, and then you have the online comments and all that. So, there's a lot of variables that can draw your attention away from your brand. Yeah. So, focus, consistency, you have to be strong-minded, and you have to be militant as well, man, when saying that. But, uh, yeah, man, if you, believe, if you believe in your art and what you're doing, yeah, man, don't make nobody tell you anything different, man. That's real, man. I love that. And the that. next thing is, too, it's not, not necessarily all about your, your, the, the work you put out, but your, the people who you keep surrounded who's surrounding you right because yep. you can have people who are just telling you yes 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 and it's like yo so you, really everything I put out is good you know what I'm saying it's not yeah, it's you, need, you know what I'm saying you gotta you gotta have people around you that's, that's gonna be real you know what I'm saying yeah. and not toxic as well right so you gotta have good people point, man. you gotta have good people around you man they'll keep you uh s- for your feet on the ground and your head high, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, I love that lesson. And then uh, just fan question, you know, you mm-hmm. have did you have a favorite artist that you interviewed from the time? Anything that stands out other than Drake? Because you know, it's a different one. Uh, that stood out. What would I say? Not really. The one that I would say that I I took a picture with, which I don't take pictures with artists, really. But I don't know. It was just something different, man. Like, I've always admired this person as an artist and listened to them from time. Um, 
And then I had a good interview with them as well. And it just was this, I don't know, the whole vibe and energy from that person as well was, I have to say, was Spice. I don't know if you know Spice, but that's a reggae artist. So I don't know after that. Because a lot of these artists you, you interview and it's more like they want to just, you talk to them, but it's about them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. The connection's not really yeah, there. you don't feel anything. You're just like, it's work. It's business. You know yeah. what I'm saying. And yeah. then you go. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm exactly. Saying? And they're like, they feel the same way. Yeah, like, because at that at that time when we we're doing interviews with a lot of these artists, they're just like, oh, it's Canada. Oh, it's where we can make some money. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a different uh, it's a different region, man. You know, so they saw it as a a good way to make money and. Yeah, that was uh, basically it. <clears throat> but um, yeah, sh- that was a I don't know, just a, just a vibe I got I got from her and me being uh, a, f- a fan from time Dope. with that artist. It was like it is, it, is, it was just diff- it was just different. Man. Shout out Spice. Obviously, the 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 the, the Drake one, but um, for sure. Legendary, bro. Even that freestyle he did outside of the studio. That was sick. Oh, uh, yeah. So that was... Uh, Legendary. Yeah, man. That was uh, that was nice. I didn't think he was going to be have that type of reaction, but... That type of energy. Yeah. Because he, he's, he's the one. Actually, you know what? It wasn't even him. When we went outside, it was, I was like, yo, you want to spit something? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, do a freestyle something, anything. He's like... So he was, it wasn't... It wasn't his idea to do it, but... Um, he, he, did, he, he, he did it, you know, so respect still, you know. That's unreal. And uh, just because your son is here, do you do you tell your kids about what, what you do? Like, they know? Yeah, because, you know, you have, when you have kids, they feel like. It's just dad. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> you're, you're the parent and you don't know what's going yeah. on and stuff. So sometimes you'd be like. I'm yeah, here, man. yeah. Um, all this stuff, cause some all this stuff is a facade too, right? Mm-hmm. These guys have nice chains, cars, and everything, and they do it just for the look. You know what I'm saying? So, I could be that person to tell you, I've been in the, I've been there. You know what I mean? I've done that. I'm the one. I'm, I've been the one to tell artists when shooting a video, yo, say it like this, yo, wear this, yeah. yo. That's not your car, but yo, driving the car. You know what I'm saying? Can you use this car? You know what I'm saying? So they so they look at me a little bit differently. So it's not like they they would ever say to me, Yeah, you don't know these guys or yo, look at these guys. These guys have so much money and I wanna be like that. If if they were supposed to say that, I, I could be just like, you know, I I've worked with them. I know what it's like, so Yeah, I've seen some things. Yeah, I'm told. I've I've also told artists to do the same thing. You know, pull out your chain, show your sh- you show your chain, or you know what I'm saying, drive that car. They said, or been in a house that's not theirs. You know what I'm saying, that they use as props <laughs> to look good to build an image. So, yeah, yeah. So they 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 get they they get it. I love it. That's important, man. So Drew G, I appreciate you coming out here, man. Is there any uh, anything you want to promote? Anything you want to bring up before we wrap this up? No, I just love. I like. I like what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like again, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't do this. But um, 
I see that you're doing your thing. You're on the come up, and they're like that uh, it's positive, and uh, you have things that you also want to share. You give people the opportunity, you know, platform to showcase their talents. Because I see even some. Uh, I saw like uh, some girls showcasing their talent, their um, what they're doing, and you know I've always been that type of person. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that's why I'm here at the same Appreciate time, right? It, bro. So hopefully we'll see, we'll see. But um, I mean, I respect what you're doing, and um, I just want uh, everyone to grow, the city to grow, man, because that's where my that's where my heart is always, man. I just want to see the people to rise, to grow, and you know support each other at the end of the day. I that's agree, what it's bro. About. That's a beautiful message. Uh, I completely agree. I appreciate you coming out, mm-hmm. Drew G, Toronto legend, video legend, DVD legend. Go watch some old ambush stuff. He owns all the channels, so go run that up. And we got the big man. You want to say hi? No, no okay. he's, he's he's there. We got the crushing bottles and <laughs> you know yawning. It's not that's the security. You understand? Guarding the door. I love it. But yeah, man. Versatile vigilante Drew G. Awesome episode. I appreciate you coming out, bro. And keep an eye out for new content always.